Hello, and welcome to Bionic Chronicles podcast. Today, I will be interviewing Salome Levy. Alrighty, um, my name is Salome Levy. I'm currently a high school senior. Um, shout out to all my class of 2020 out there last semester. I am chair of Las Vegas Dance Marathon for the Children Miracle Network Hospital and founder and creator of the project We the Immigrants, which is a project to amplify immigrant youth voices. So that's a little bit about me. Um, thank you for having me here today, Kenzie. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for joining. Can you talk a little bit more about We the Immigrants and what that has meant to you and when you started it? Yeah, absolutely. So I started We the Immigrants in November 2018. And the purpose of this project was to just raise immigrant youth voices, especially after the 2016 election, we saw a rise in hate crimes and prejudice towards undocumented immigrants in the United States. And we see the rise in deportation and just the way immigrants are treated inhumanely in these detention camps and just the way they're treated by people. And I really wanted to just bring you know, different immigrant stories um, up to attention because the media covers, you know, these statistics and the fact that this is happening where deportations are happening, hate crimes are happening, but they're not really digging down into how they feel, you know, they're not really highlighting an individual immigrant story, you know, highlighting why they came to America, what's their dream, why are they here, and just listening to them. You know, they're just covering um, different statistics. So I definitely started this project to just highlight different immigrant youth who came to this country and how they feel during this time. Yeah, and I definitely agree with you that the press is not interviewing any immigrants at all and definitely just spitting out statistics like that defines everything I would completely agree and prejudice has definitely gone up I mean I can't tell you how many times I've heard like when someone else is speaking another language in the room somebody says oh go back to your own country and I mean you see those stories on social media all the time so how does that affect you and how has this platform helped people overcome those kinds of issues it definitely breaks my heart when I see people, because here too um, in Vegas, we do see some so many people, you know, say, oh, this person is from that country. They're this or that. Just different stereotypes without knowing them and, you know, believing what they hear on the media. And they just right away just say all these things. And it's beyond heartbreaking, you know, that it's happening. So the platform, honestly, is just educating people, you know. Our main purpose is to educate people about immigration, you know, and break the stereotype where they change their perspective by listening to every voice, you know, where they have the chance to understand and look at their perspective instead of just, you know, using their own perspective from the media, defining what an immigrant is. Yeah, definitely. So is your platform mainly just for Legal immigrants, illegal immigrants, or what's the mix there? Um, there's both a mix, actually. Um, we have both undocumented youth, um, documented youth, and children. We have a lot of children of immigrant parents. That's our main 
writers or our main immigrants that are highlighted, where they just explain, you know, their parents coming to this country to give them a better life and what they're going through, you know, like living in two different worlds, living in America and trying to keep, you know, their, their parents' culture, you know, to keep it alive and, you know, balancing the two different ways of lives. So it's mainly children of immigrants, but yeah, we do have a mix of everything. So do you think, or do you, what is your vision, I guess, for the project? Do you see it going in a different direction in the future or just the way you have it right now? I really would like to expand it into a movement, you know, or make it into a national movement, like, period, uh, founded by Nadia Okamoto, where it started small and, you know, now they're doing um, advocacy for different states to um, remove tax on menstrual products. Oh, um, yeah. I really want to make this like a national movement where, you know, we push push for um, legislation, you know, to better serve our immigrant community, you know, and to give them more opportunity and just help them out, you know, find legislation that will help them and not harm them. I just find it crazy in general that nationalism tendencies are so strong in America when we're literally the melting pot. And there are, I mean, there are so many people here from all over the world. We all came here from somewhere else. And yet there's such a big tendency to say, oh, go back to where you came from. Well, how about you go back to where you came from? You know what I'm saying? Right. It is to me yeah. what's so heartbreaking is, you know, America's always seen as the land of dreams. You know, everyone, when everyone, wherever you go outside of America, like I go to Europe or, you know, I travel out of the States, everyone says, oh my goodness, America, like that's the dream. That's where everything's at. You know, America, American dream, you know, and we need to learn how to look at everyone with respect. We need to treat everyone as a human uh, and not treat them, you know, the way the government is inhumanely treating them right now by putting them in cages. Like, that's just not the way. We need to respect every human in this country. You know, they come here for a dream. They come here maybe because of different circumstances in their home country or, you know, you don't know what is going on in their lives. You know, there's so many different reasons why an immigrant comes to America. And we just need to learn how to respect every single immigrant in this country. Completely. And I would just like to voice my opinion that I think that, I mean, I, I strongly believe that instead of putting in all these efforts and all of this time and money deporting immigrants, and instead we should put that time and money into making them citizens. I don't. I mean, I don't understand why that's so unfathomable. What do you think? Right. I really like that idea. I really do. I just really wish that instead of them, you know, spending so much money on deportation camps, that could go towards education or you know, education funds for their families or for healthcare or you know, different stuff that an average American citizen has or an average American family has, you know, in their households. Yeah. I definitely agree. I mean, there are so many issues like that that need so much more attention. So do you think that this project, or is it influencing your career path? Um, I feel like it is influencing my career path by becoming a lawyer or more like a lawyer for immigration. Because I definitely always wanted to pursue law and politics. I 
always, you know, I'm fascinated by law, um, fascinated by politics, because I feel like, first off, we need more representation um, as women in politics. And I believe that, you know, if I continue my studies, I can maybe one day finish law school and become a politician where I can write legislation that can help immigrants or become a lawyer that, you know, can help immigrant families. From the day that I met you, you've been so inspiring. I I never realized how big that I could dream myself. Like you were the first person I'd ever talked to who told me that like you were going to apply to an Ivy League school. And I'm like, my goodness, I never thought I would ever meet anybody who was going to do that. And then go to one of them, like get accepted. And that was just so crazy. And you've influenced my life. I don't know how much I of like I've ever told you that before, but you've influenced my life so much on what I feel like I can achieve and kind of open those doors for me. So can you talk about like your ultimate goals? Because I just think that it's incredible. Well, I greatly appreciate it. Best roommate out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In all honesty, sometimes my goals, it just comes along the way. Like, usually every day I write a goal list. Sometimes, maybe a few years ago or like a few years before I achieved that goal, I write like my big overall goal I want to achieve and then write mini goals to reach that goal. Um, But sometimes for opportunity, I just you know, when I find it, I definitely go after it. You know, I always learned that, you know, always chase your dreams, like regardless of what someone tells you or what people think, I think it's always, you know, I think it's always great to just go after what you want because I don't want to be 50 or 60 and look back on my life and say, ah, I wish I did that when I was 18 or wow, I wish, you know, I went after that opportunity when I was 17. Like, I just don't want to live life with regrets. You know, that's why when sometimes it's intimidating, I'll say that it's intimidating to go after, you know, something really ambitious. But um, I definitely will tell myself, well, if I don't try, then I definitely will regret it later. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I always, I think that that's part of my, like, mantra and that kind of stuff, too, is that any kind of opportunity that comes up, I mean, you have to take it because you never know where it will take you. Definitely. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Dance Marathon and what you've been involved in through that? Yeah, absolutely. I actually, um, Dance Marathon was probably one of the first leadership activities that exposed me to get more involved with organizing. I started that about five years ago after I had a ruptured appendicitis. So I got to learn more about Children Miracle Network and I was just really fascinated about how they really focus on, you know, they raise money to fund children hospitals and research, you know, equipment. They just do so much amazing things. And when I stayed in the hospital for a month for my illness um, to recover, I was just really fascinated by what they do because they really care about the children. Like, they really put the children first over profit. They really care about the children. So um, I wanted to get involved. And I just found Dance Marathon that my local hospital said they were hosting every year. So even though I was in middle school, um, I definitely took small steps first 
where I would just be a guest speaker one year. And then I climbed up my way on the leadership team where I was able to um, meet with the executive team once a week where we would just plan out everything and climb my way up to chair uh, junior year where we just definitely, you know, every year the event just gets larger where around the Valley, we have about 1,200 high school students from about 30 different uh, high schools in Las Vegas that come to this one event for eight hours straight to raise money for children hospitals. How many students did you say? Uh, 1,200. Holy cow. That's incredible. Yeah, that was last year. And and four- yeah. What were you uh, going to say? Oh, um, yeah, that was last year, 2019. But this year, unfortunately, we did have to cancel it. So it moved to the fall which would be the time that I believe I would be leaving for college. So it was pretty sad when I found out. Well, I was pretty sad when I found out that Dance Marathon was canceled this year. But um, I would definitely, when I look back on it, I feel so happy that um, last year we raised 40, I think it was $40,000 we raised. And the year before, $38,000 because I'm just going to our local St. Rose Children's Hospitals, Dignity Health. And it's really, you know, I just really, really am happy to see that, you know, we raise this money and, you know, help the pediatric unit where we're able to get more medical equipment and just make an impact on these children's lives. Yeah, that is a ton. That's a ton of money that gave me chills. And it sounds like that's such a close, like that organization is so close to your heart. So that that must mean so much to you. Absolutely. I feel like it's definitely the first organization that definitely showed me that at a young age I could organize. And it just taught me so many different leadership skills that I use in my We the Immigrants project today. Yeah. Yeah. So um, another question, who who do you think has had such an impact on you and why? Hmm. I'm definitely going to have to say my mom. I feel like um, Mm -hmm. she's always been there since the beginning. And even when I was five years old, when I told her, I want to go to law school or I want to go to an Ivy League. Like when I told that to so many other people, she was the only one who was like, hey, you can do this, you know. And there were times where I doubted myself when, you know, I was going after something big where I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to give up on this. And she's just, you know, always there saying, hey, you know what? Don't care what people think. Keep your head up. Like, keep if you believe in yourself, you know, keep on doing it. And I bet I definitely think senior year too, when I was definitely really stressed out and doubting myself during college app, she definitely said, Hey, go after it. Don't give up. Like, don't quit now because your counselor said you can't do it, or because this your teacher said you can't do it. That is so sweet and encouraging, and I think everybody needs a person like that in their life. And she definitely, too, um, taught me independence, you know. She was always a strong, independent woman, and she taught me, you know, that it's good to be independent. It's not a bad thing to be an independent woman, and she definitely influenced me. She's definitely inspired me to be independent and to go after big things, you know, and to be an ambitious woman. Definitely. That is so important for all women to discover. Definitely. Especially to today, since like 
sometimes being ambition, especially for women, is seen as a bad thing. Yes. And it's like we need to go after it. You know, it shouldn't be a bad thing for us to be ambitious, you know, to dream big and go after what we want. There are so many words that people associate with women who are ambitious that have, I mean, those words have such a bad connotation. And, you know, I I really didn't think it was true, but I I know that I've told you, and now I'm just going to tell the world, I guess, on the podcast, but like I do experience a lot of hate, I guess you would say, from my peers at school for being a woman with dreams and goals and you know, I push myself to achieve those goals. And a lot of people don't like that. They think that there's an imbalance of power there or whatever they want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I'm 100% agree. Yeah. And I just think we need more women in politics and just in high um, executive positions like CEOs, um, lawyers. We only just need more representation. I totally agree. I mean, only it's like, it's a single digit. I think it might be exactly six. Like only 6% of women are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, I think something around that. It's crazy. It is. Well, I think our generation will be the generation to change that. I'm really hoping so. I really have hope, especially that I see so many young people getting involved in different movements and, you know, organizing their own projects. And it really gives me hope. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I think it's about time to wrap up. Would you like to give an outro, some advice maybe, or like a closing statement? Yeah, absolutely. I just say go after anything that's out there. Even though you think you see an opportunity and you think, wow, you know what? I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Just go after it. You know, there's so many times that I thought to myself, like, oh my goodness, this many people get accepted. There's no, there's no way I can't do this. Or like, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to do it. And honestly, just go after it, you know, even though it may be a challenge or it may be competitive, go after it because in the end you might regret it or just say to yourself like, wow, I wish I did that opportunity 20 years ago. So go after it and just Live your life, you know? Pursue your dreams and go. never let someone tell you that you can't do this because you're this or that. I just think, you know what? We need to keep our heads up and go after it. Thank you for listening. If you liked what was said today, please recommend Bionic Chronicles to your friends. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bionic Chronicles Podcast.